tonight let's open our bible straight away into deuteronomy chapter 7 verses 14 to 15 thou shall be blessed above all people there shall not be male or female barren among you or among your cattle and the lord will take away from thee all sickness and will put none of the evil diseases of egypt which thou knowest upon thee but will lay them upon all them that hate thee amen, amen. how many of you are thankful for the word of god how many of you believe that the word of god has got the power to change situations change lives even in the beginning of the year situations are going to be changed lives are going to be changed amen praise god the word of god oh hallelujah so how many of you tonight would open your bibles take a piece of paper and pen and write the scripture into your book and would rehearse it the bible told the bible says god told moses to rehearse the word of god in the eyes of in the ears of joshua rehearse it again and again and at the end of the day it was he who led the israelites into the promised land tonight hallelujah if you're going to rehearse the word of god every day into your heart let me tell you some joshuas are going to rise up some possessor possessors are going to rise up hallelujah some possessors are going to rise up the holy spirit is saying to november the month is going to be a month where god's people are going to possess hallelujah glory to god blessed be the name of jesus amen hallelujah Tonight the word of God is to step into your productivity. Everybody open your mouth and say step into your productivity. If you would surrender your life to this word tonight, you will step into miraculous productivity. Hallelujah, praise God. Miraculous productivity. You have to believe that God has called you to be productive. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says from this word God's hates barrenness. He said none of you will be barren among you god hates barrenness he does not like people unproductive how many of you would open your mouth and say tonight is the last night of my unproductivity open your mouth and declare tonight is the last night tonight is the last day that i will be unproductive in my life hallelujah amen blessed be the name of the lord look at 2 kings chapter 2 and the 19th verse and the men of the city said unto elisha Behold I pray thee the situation of this city is pleasant as my lord seeth but the water is not and the ground barren and the ground barren barren means a woman who cannot conceive or give birth to a child barren means no conception barren means no delivery come on church tonight that's not the plan of god over our lives god has designed in his image and likeness and god is productive god is not barren and if you and i have the image and the nature of god inside of you you and i cannot live a barren life he hates barrenness just as he hates isn't it amazing in deuteronomy 7 14 to 15 in the same sentences where he's put all the diseases all the afflictions and says none of the terrible diseases shall come upon you because it belonged to the egyptians none of the evil diseases so in the same line where he's 
written diseases he said you shall not be barren too in other words god is saying i hate you to be sick as much as i hate my children to be sick i hate my children to be barren come on hallelujah glory to god it's in the same scripture in the same context in the same line he said i don't want anybody of you to be sick i don't want anybody of you to be barren come on what a wonderful glory of god we serve amen first time when he created man he said increase multiply productive not only us even a livestock even a plant god wants us to be productive a business is a family oh hallelujah two kings 19 is saying the land was barren and god does not want your land to be barren god does not want our ministry to be barren Come on God does not want your everyday life to be barren God is telling somebody he does not want you to your everyday life to be barren unproductive It is doesn't matter whether it is nation or land or ministry or relationship or profession God wants everything to be productive Petra church come into productivity Oh hallelujah When you look into certain people they are highly productive they are fruitful in their lives then you will wonder why am i not productive in my life holy spirit wants to tell you tonight that whichever area your life is not productive god is going to release grace in that specific area for you to get out of productivity tonight unproductivity tonight open your mouth and tonight hallelujah tonight hallelujah i'm going to get out of unproductivity oh put your hands together tonight and say namara gadagamara pray in the holy ghost for some time namara every spirit of unproductivity barrenness i rebuke it tonight in the blood name of jesus i command to leave our church up ministry our people tonight in the name of jesus say i receive it receive it you have to declare in the name of jesus every unproductive season in my life to leave amen and you have to declare i shall be productive i shall be productive amen you know pastor said a beautiful example the other day he said sometimes you know when we hear certain words fruitfulness productivity he said you know you think that i've heard about this many time nothing is happening to me but you know you know there was this church where the pastor would give the word of god you know every week and when he would take a particular word the music team will say oh this i've heard before then he'll take another word the usher team will say oh this i have take you know heard it before then the word of servant of god will take a third word of god then the one who is playing the keyboard will say oh this i've heard before then the he take another word and the one who plays the saxophone will say i've heard it before so then the pastor looked at the music ministry and all those who are with them and they said okay play in one song and then they sang a song and pastor said i've heard this song before <laughs> take another song i've heard the song before take a third song i've heard the song before so the truth of the matter is 
it doesn't matter how many times that you have heard the word productivity how many times you have heard the word fruitfulness hallelujah it doesn't matter you have to preach it till you walk in it you have to sing it till you walk in it the church has to hallelujah hear it and receive it hallelujah till that they walk in the blessing of god today the church is not walking in certain blessing you know why most of the times i take the word pastor has taught us and sometimes people say oh i've heard it before so what you have to keep hearing it paul himself preached his own message again and again then timothy preached it then titus preached it then tychicus preached it then silas preached it then luke preached it hallelujah it is not about how many times that you hear it it's how much of it has become a part of your life for that you have to keep listening the same word till it triggers something inside till you become red hot in the presence of god till you know that sickness is not for me till you resist sin like you never resisted come on Hebrew says resist sin till the blood flow out from the from your brow hallelujah resist because you know that I have so much of grace and blessing and productivity inside hallelujah so if you receive tonight the word every unproductive season will leave your life Hallelujah. സംസ് and guess what <laughs> what shows up who shows up your adversary your belittler your mocker the supplanter the deceiver why because god has positioned him to bring the best out of you the best prayers the best tears come on hallelujah the best kneeling down the best getting up in the morning come on come on the best amen the best jumping up the best preaching come on come in the presence of your enemies because that's where the table is that's where the glory is that's where the anointing is that's where the overflow is hallelujah Amen. Your adversary can either bring the best out of you or they can kill the best if you're not careful before it's time. Tonight, let it bring the best. Let not kill. Hallelujah. Before the time, let not kill the baby, the dream before the time. Amen. 
Amen. Hallelujah. It does not matter who stand against you. Heaven will honor you if you hold on to the word of God. The Holy Spirit will release productivity. In 1 Samuel chapter 1 and the 6th verse, the Bible says, And her adversary also provoked her sore to make her fret because the Lord had shut up her womb. Look at 1 Samuel 6, 19. And he smote the men of Beth, Shemesh, because they had looked into the ark of the Lord. Even mm, he sm- 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel. Oh, 19th verse. 119th verse. And they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house at Ramah. And Elakna knew Hannah his wife and the Lord remembered her. Between verse 6 and 19 of chapter 1, there are some things that happened for the fruit to come. And that's what we are going to look tonight. Every year Hannah used to go to Siloam, the temple of God, but nothing changed. Everybody said nothing changed. Nothing changed. Because she would have used to. Maybe she could have been the hardness of heart and the heaviness of heart would be murmuring and going to the church, going to the temple. Nothing happens in murmur. Nothing happens when you have a murmuring season. Nothing happens in the... Look at somebody and say, nothing happens in the murmuring season. You know why God doesn't love me? Why is not God seeing my difficulties? Why is, why am I alone? Why is this happening to me? Everybody got married. Why am I not getting married? Everybody has children. Why am I not having children? What did I do wrong, Lord? Everybody's business is getting blessed. Why is mine like this? What's happening to me? I've stepped into ministry and look at what's happening. She kept on murmuring. Murmuring will do three things in your life, Pastor said. Every time you murmur, you empower your problem. Look at somebody and say, don't empower your problem. Number two, you create a wall between you and God. Number three, you compel God to give you exactly what you murmur. (laughs) Powerful. Hallelujah. Look at Numbers 14 and the 20th verse, 28th verse, there's something powerful. There's something that I hear, read every, most of the days of my, you know, beginnings of my days, yeah. Say unto them, as truly as I live, saith the Lord, as ye have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. Just as you have spoken in my hearing, so will I do to you. What are you telling in his ears? I will do that. If you ask in faith, I will do that. Come on. If you speak to me something, if you declare something in faith, I will do it. You declare a thing. In Job it says, I will establish it. Come on. What are you murmuring? What are you speaking? If there is no productivity in your life, it's time, high time. You should stop murmur. Instead, you have to declare the words of faith and heaven will honor it. It's so amazing. You know, I've been telling for a few weeks, People to declare. I've given certain people scriptures, 40, 35 and 40 scriptures to declare it. I don't know how many people do it. They want the miracle, but they don't do it. And then they're upset. You have to take time. 
it is more important than the work of the lord it is more important than anything else to spend time and speak to his ears i tell people in the ministry don't overload with the work for god and then you don't have time for the lord but if you have time for the lord you will always have time for god's work <laughs> come on hallelujah dibal gharadu rattanamana jaradalavala sambharadaravarasiya victory by the blood of jesus hubaraba god is giving us the grace to tonight to spend time in the presence of god khabar gadagamana jurandala victory by the blood of jesus we give you praise we give you glory hallelujah Bara come on church worship the lord tonight there's an impartation oh to spend time in the presence to declare the word of god tonight may you never get what you murmured i like we open your mouth and say lord may i never get what i murmured in your ears in the name of jesus place your hands on your head and say lord may i never receive what i've murmured Thank you Jesus. Every year she should go to the we would go to the temple but used to go murmuring. Bible does not say that she prayed when she went every year. But three things happened between those verses. Number 1, instead of murmuring, Hannah prayed. Everybody say Hannah prayed. Hannah prayed. Look at 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 10. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept so. And wept in anguish. one of the version says with bitterness of soul cried she cried and prayed in the presence of god you know we know in luke 18:1 it says then he spoke a parable and a parable to them and says men always ought to pray and not lose heart in isaiah 43:19 it says behold i will do a new thing when now it shall spring forth shall you not know it i will make even in the road in the wilderness rivers in the desert but when we all know the words we declare it but nothing is happening but when does it happen in isaiah 43 and the 22nd verse it says but thou hast not called upon me o jacob but thou hast been weary of me o israel thou have been weary of me you are so weary of me and you have not called upon me jacob Although there is a promise that I will do a new thing why is it not happening because you have not prayed Oh never say I don't have time to pray You can tell the Lord Lord I'm sorry I didn't pray Lord <laughs> you're saying sometimes you know we treat God as if is you know is somebody He's God first I say Lord I'm sorry I have not spent time in the presence. I have never said I never had time. Because if I say I don't have time, that's pride. I don't have time for the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, who has redeemed me through His precious blood. I don't have time. It's pride. I kneel down and say, Lord, sorry, Holy Spirit. I'm sorry for not giving you the first place. Then the presence of God will. grace of god comes karabashindara he will do something new you need to pray hallelujah new things will enter into your life hallelujah hallelujah sing that song do something new with my life amen do something new in my life 
do something new in my life. Do something new in my life. Oh Lord, oh Lord, do something new. something new in my life oh lord do something beautiful do something beautiful in my life oh yeah do something beautiful in my life something marvelous in my life. Say, Lord, I receive new things Lord, receive into my life tonight my life. in the name of Jesus. You can cry, you can murmur, you can complain all through your lives. I've learned a hard lesson in my life. It's not my complaining tears that moves the heart of God. It is my faith tears that moves the heart of God. When you pray in faith, when you pray Seeking Jesus, things began to happen. Not seeking things, seeking Jesus. When you seek Jesus, you will have the faith to receive every other thing. He gives the faith. He is the author of faith. People say, I, I don't have faith. Pastor, I didn't pray because I didn't have faith. Come on. You don't have... <laughs> he gives you the faith when you seek Him. It's not the other way around. She's prayed. She's prayed. And look at the type of prayer. She prayed a special type of prayer. Look at 1 Samuel chapter 1 and the 11th verse. Can you read it please? And she wrote a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt, indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid. And remember me, and not forget thine handmaid. But wilt give unto thine handmaid a man-child. Then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. And there shall be no razor come upon his head. She prayed, if you give me a child, I'll give that child back to you. Come on. I don't know how many of your parents prayed that and meant that. You know, I've actually done that. You know what I'm saying? My father literally done it. That's why I'm here tonight. When you pray, you should always think, how will God benefit from this prayer? I, I love that. If my prayer is only benefiting myself, there is no fruitfulness in that. It's my prayers. How are my prayers benefiting God and His kingdom? How will God's desires and need fulfill through my prayers? And if you learn to pray like that, fruitfulness and productivity will follow you. 
come on god will send answers open your mouth and say fruitfulness and productivity will follow me from this day onwards hallelujah i want to speak god i want to pray god kind of prayers unselfish prayers kingdom prayers amen sometimes we only think about ourselves me and my family hallelujah Look at Isaiah 41 and the 21st verse. Produce your cause, said the Lord. Bring forth your strong reasons, said the King of Jacob. Bring forth your strong reasons. When you pray, come forth with your strong reasons. Tell me, why should I do that for you? You should reason out why God should answer that prayer. How does God benefit by healing? You don't even testify after healing you. You say, "Ah, that crossing was that this. I mean, amazing. The door of six fifty. Yeah, that's why you have to take door every week. You praise door of six fifty. You have praised Jesus. Next week you would not have that thing." I've seen people say, "Oh, I have headache. I have back pain. I have this pain." I've never seen one person said, "But by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed." My faith, I know, faith is not about denying facts. Faith is about changing the fact. But what you declare? I came out of a back pain by declaring the word of God. and i told about 15 people that and the 16th day again that back pain <laughs> but i said i will not stop declaring it Amen. i kept declaring it again it left <laughs> come on hallelujah affliction i said affliction shall not come back a second time god will bring it to an utter end come on hallelujah tonight every sickness over your life every hallelujah spinal sickness spinal pain back pain every kind of allergy let there be a supernatural stop tonight in the blood name of jesus every hallelujah start god said every starting of a disease he's plucking it out from your life whatever disease tonight from the start god is removing it before it become chronic god is healing you tonight i rebuke that spirit of infirmity to leave you tonight I command it to leave your body tonight in the name of the lord if you believe it put your hands together give him praise and glory in the house of god dibariya duradala andala vadagavala shambhala hanavarasya hallelujah hallelujah Why should I remove your debt? Why should I remove your family status? Contend with me with these tough questions. That's prayer. Look at David when Saul be went behind to kill David. What did he pray? Psalm 30 and 9 and 10. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Shall the dust praise thee? Shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me, Lord. Be thou my helper. David was saying Will the dust praise you? If he, Saul will kill me, I can't praise you anymore. He's bringing a strong reason. He said, "You have to keep me alive so I can praise you." Come on, Amen. how many of you would say that, Lord? Keep me alive that I shall praise you. You give me the breath to praise you. Hallelujah, Amen. Hallelujah. 
somebody said if god has taken man from dust why am i having dust allergy <laughs> because nobody wants to go back where they came from hallelujah that is why you have the dust allergy nobody wants to go back to that dust <laughs> david is saying lord if saul would kill me will the dust praise you if i am alive i'll bring more praises to you hana said if you give me a child you can use him david said if you give me the life i will praise you people with that kind of purpose you know there is a one word they call jesus in the messianic psalm where they speak about jesus in the 22nd psalm it says i will deliver you of precious life from the sword from the mouth of the lion uh from the famine you know from the horns of the oxen he calls precious hallelujah jesus was precious because he came to fulfill the will of god the plan of god any life that is here is not just another life he's a precious life hallelujah precious life come on we give you praise we give you glory we give you honor thank you jesus thank you jesus set free lord set free your people tonight set free the precious ones tonight amen in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus thank you jesus i i i think i shared this word from proverbs 626 it says precious life is hunted by harlots and adulterers hunted why because it's a precious life that's why joseph was hunted by a woman and said remove your I want to lie with you. I want to sleep with you. Now my husband will not see it. Devil knew it's a precious life. Samson did not know that he was a precious life. That's why Delilah would get the strength out of him. Come on church tonight. You are a precious life. You will resist any temptation. when you understand you are a precious life amen you will overcome any wickedness any thoughts any lie of the enemy when you know that i am a precious life come on how many precious life in the church tonight hallelujah put your hands together let there some breakthrough come over your life break every chain break there is power in the name of jesus break every chain break every chain sing that song tonight hallelujah thank you jesus the name of g oh there is power there is power in the name of jesus oh there is power in the name of jesus break every chain break every chain break every chain break every chain break every chain
every chain, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There's an army, there's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. Break every chain, 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 break every chain. name of Jesus. There is healing. There is healing in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that sickness tonight. Healing in the name of Jesus. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Amen. Hallelujah. Can the dust praise you, O Lord? Said, if God delivers, I will give glory to you, Lord. I will honor to you, Lord. If God will answer my prayer and remove me from death, I will give, hallelujah, to build up the kingdom, O Lord. I will be a blessing to somebody, O Lord. When Hannah sat for prayer, she understood God needed a prophet to preach from minister from Dan to Beersheba. And she said, if God would give me a son, he will be that prophet. I will give him back to you. If God delivers you, how many of you will say, this is what Lord, I will give it to you. Pastor's mother said, out of this five, if you would deliver my fourth son, I will give him to you. That's what God did it. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If God delivers, how will God benefit out of it? Where is God in your prayer? Your prayer should be about God. It should be about Jesus. We are all praying what we are praying for ourselves. It's not for our things. What will God get out of it? If God will deliver me, will a prophet come through my family? Will I get, will I give my son to be an apostle? Somebody said, engineer first, pastor, then Time is their apostle. <laughs> apostle first, then time is there. Let him be an engineer. Come on. Come on. That's the kingdom business. Come on. Amen, amen. That's what. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I step out for the Lord first. I serve the Lord first. Then I became a planter. <laughs> Hallelujah. Number two, after she prayed, the Bible says her countenance was no more sad. Look at 1 Samuel chapter 1, 18. 1 Samuel chapter 1 and the 18th verse. And she said, let thine hindmaid find grace in thy sight. So the woman went her way and did eat and her countenance was no more sad. And the countenance of face was no longer sad. Child was not born, but her sadness had gone. 
Oh, Amen. that's a good word. <laughs> because her countenance changed because she became a woman of faith. Amen. She always already believed that it's done. Amen. So you know why people's face because they don't believe it's done. They believe that God is going to teach them five more lessons before it's going. <laughs> it's already done. Come on. When you receive, when you hear from God, the test is over. The trial is over. It's time for your breakthrough. Amen. She understood that. Her face was no longer sad. The joy of the Lord was her strength. How many of you tonight, hallelujah, let that sad countenance leave you tonight. Amen, amen. You know when your countenance changes, your face is a reflector of your heart. God will honor your faith behind it. Come on. Amen. Don't amen. wait for that breakthrough to come to serve the Lord. You amen. say that breakthrough is taken care of. I'm going to serve the Lord. Amen. Oh, amen. Don't wait for the breakthrough to clap. Start clapping your hands and say breakthrough is already come. Breakthrough is already come. Breakthrough is already come in the name of Jesus. Tonight if you are going back with a sad countenance, you are looking at my face with <laughs> I mean Pastor you can say all that After all you have a great spiritual father And you have a great father After you come from a wealthy background Pastor you can say all that You don't know my story <laughs> Because he Oh yes, I can face tomorrow Because He lives All fear is gone All fear is gone Because I know Yes, I know Life is worth the living. Life is worth the living just because He lives. Amen. Because He lives. Say it. I can face tomorrow. Say it, say it as you mean it. Because He says all fear is gone. Fear is gone. Say it in your heart. Because I know, yes, I know, He holds my future. Life is worth living just because He lives. Amen. Amen. You know, when I came here, but just before I was ministering, God gave me a few scriptures and He said, the month of November, every spirit of fear is going to be terminated Amen. out of your life. Amen. You know, Isaiah 43, 43 and verse 2 says, verse, verse 1 says, Just a moment, Pastor. Thou says the Lord who created you, Jacob, and you formed you, Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. And I called you by name, your mind. He didn't say fear, yes. He says fear, no. Fear not. No. He says, for I've redeemed you, I've bought you. Fear not. Mm. In month of November, 
you will see various fears that were gripping your life from your life from the beginning of your life from as a child things that have been controlling through the spirit of fear hallelujah you're going to see a complete breakthrough in the name of Amen. jesus if you Amen. believe it put your hands together receive that faith Amen. tonight hallelujah. hallelujah without faith it's impossible to please god come on hallelujah glory 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 fear of demons fear of sickness what of a fear god is going to terminate fear of the worst that's right that's what job had fear of the worst that amen. kind of fear leave in the name of the lord amen amen fear of thinking and believing the worst hallelujah hallelujah look at mary in luke chapter 1 and the 30th verse there is something powerful powerful word luke chapter 1 and the 30th verse it says and the angel said unto her fear not mary for thou hast found favor with god fear not mary for thou art found favor with god when you find favor every fear go amen it is when you don't have favor fear stays fear cannot stay in a life there is favor fear and favor don't stay together amen. come on church tonight tonight as a pastor of your church and of your life i declare favor may you be highly favored of the lord amen. hallelujah amen. glory to god amen. and let every fear cast out amen. tonight in the name of the lord amen there are two things in the bible that cast out fear i perfect love the bible says in 1 john chapter 4 cast out the fear love of god is the greatest weapon against fear number 2 the favor of god amen fear cannot stay in a life there is favor fear exists because there's so much of favor on that person that there is nothing fear can do fear is crippled paralyzed amen come on don't fear he says you're highly favored fear nothing to fear there's nothing that you have to think negatively anymore amen. come on when the favor of god comes negativity leaves amen hallelujah and third thing that overcometh fear is faith without faith it's impossible to please god the bible says you already believe god has done my god is in charge he will hand out handle my situation you be, the bible says blessed are the one who believe first god told thomas you believed you saw and you believed but blessed are the ones who yet not seen but yet believeth there's a blessed place no curse can come to the one who believeth amen come on church it's a blessed place of faith is a blessed place a blessed place nothing wrong can happen when you have faith amen that's why psalmist says though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i shall fear no evil for thou art with me he said you keep walking just because when you see a valley don't allow your faith to go down you keep walking with jesus you will beat the valley oh come on november you're going to beat your valley ah yeah november is a month you're going to beat your valleys oh into your mountains in the name of the lord somebody take it tonight somebody receive it tonight stand up on your places lift your hands and give praise you're going to open your mouth and say i'm going to beat my valleys in the month of november oh 
gonna beat my valleys. Jesus! Fear of not getting married. Fear of not having children. Leave tonight. Fear of staying in lack and insufficiency. Leave tonight. Amen. The worst fears. Leave tonight. Thank you. Amen. Amen. She believed Hannah because she knew faith. Faith will take her to the next level. Oh, hallelujah. 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 It doesn't matter how big you are or the degrees that you have or the nation that you belong or the gender you have or how religious and all that or how many years you've been serving the Lord. If you don't have faith inside of you, it's impossible to please God. When the word goes into your heart, you'll be strengthened inside. It has to go into your heart and when the word becomes real, and you start holding on to the word. When you become conscious of the word. When you, when you drink of that word. Mm, mm, you know every dryness will leave. Mm. And then faith will rise. You look to situations. Because you look to God first. You look to situation by faith. Your countenance will change. Look at 1 John chapter 5. Was 14 to 15. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he's heard us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Amen. Amen. Faith equal to confidence. If, now this is the confidence we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, Faith equals to confidence. The one who has faith is having confidence to ask. It says according to his will. If you ask anything. If according to his will, I will hear it. If you don't know what God's will is, then how will you ask? If you think, oh, financial breakthrough is not for me. How will you boldly ask? If you don't believe that marital breakthrough is for you. How will you ask? Only if you ask in confidence. If you don't know productivity is God's will, how will you ask? If you don't know healing is not God's will, how will you ask? If you don't know generation blessing is God's will, how will you ask? If you don't ask, how will you walk? How will you experience it? If you think, oh, maybe spiritual blessing is not financial. Maybe not. How will you ask? That is a... Somebody would have just said, oh, all of you are, you know, that's what the devil does. Put a question in your mind. Because he does, it's not about, he knows that you will go to the church, you will listen to all these talks. But to question your mind, somebody will say, hey, is financial breakthrough? Is it too far? Then that question is, you will lose the confidence. If you, you know, Deuteronomy 8, it says, when you build, it says, when you build beautiful houses, you know, many times, some, some, one of the versions, when you build goodly houses, goodly, good, beautiful, you should not forget the Lord. But if you don't understand that, you'll always stay in a rented house. 
Okay, so all those who are staying in the flat, not only flats are coming, goodly houses will come. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Hmm. Oh, I, I feel good about it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. See, take the word as it is. Many people are not asking for family salvation. Why? Because they don't know how strong it is. You need to ask. Look at Romans chapter 4. Verse 18 and 19. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Verse 20. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief but was strong in faith giving glory to God. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory. He did not stagger. He was steady. Many people are not receiving because they're unsteady, unstable. James 1 says, an unstable man receives nothing from God. Should I marry or marry not? Should I not marry? Unstable. How will you get married? Should I have children or not? Then how will I have children? You have to say, Lord, you said you shall fruit bless the fruit of my womb. I will have children. Only from your own husband, that's all. And after you married. If you're murmuring, do not get out of it. You should understand the will of God and make decisions. That is where breakthrough comes. It is God's will that my family should be saved. In the name of Jesus, let there be not one unsafe family member in my life, Father. In my family, when you declare that, hallelujah, the spirit of hell leave you. Tonight I pray for your family members. Let not one person in your family go unsaved. In the name of Jesus, I command that spirit of hell, the spirit of blindness, the God of this world, which is minding the mind of the unbelievers, blindness, go in the name of Jesus tonight. Let there be supernatural salvations. The name of Jesus. Amen. Romans 4 21 says, and being fully persuaded, what he promised, he was able to perform, fully convinced. That's faith. Amen. That kind of conviction, not double mind. I'm convinced God will do it. Amen. Consider not, he did not consider the state of his body, how it is looking, how it is feeling, how the what the doctor said. He said, God said. When I had, you know, uh, itching from top of my head to the soles of my soul, my skin was itching. I could not sleep and pastor said, son, consider not. Can you imagine getting up, getting up in the one o'clock in the morning, for a half sleep, going into the shower to get some of this thing and consider not. <laughs> while, you're, while you're, consider not. Consider not. Yeah, but I took that word as consider not. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God dwells in me. Sickness, you can't dwell in my body. I kept declaring. And I was fully persuaded that God will heal me. And God gave me a word I shared the other day. He said, hallelujah. 
that just as the leprous man was healed from all his sickness every skin disorder shall be healed from out of my body god gave me a word and he said i want to heal you son and i took that word and declared that every morning when i got up hallelujah and one day hallelujah praise god the word inside of me beat the sickness out of my body tonight when the word can beat the sickness it can beat the debt it can beat the barrenness and make you a productive person for the glory of god come on church tonight hallelujah lift your hands and thank the lord god is going to make you productive hallelujah in the name of jesus number 3 and i finish with this early in the morning the bible says she worshiped god 1 samuel 119 early in the morning she worshiped god and they rose up in the morning early and worshiped before the lord and returned and came to their houses to rama and elkana new hanas hana his wife and the lord remembered her and the lord remembered her worship early in the morning they rose up and worship god what is worship man's expression of his reverence for god it's an expression of your reverence for the lord sometimes it might be the lifting of your hands kneeling down sometimes tears flowing from your eyes it's an expression of your reverence to god most people want to speak see productivity and fruitfulness but they don't worship they sing a few songs that's not the expression of the heart worship is lifelong it's daily it's undignified it's forgetting who is standing next to you and saying i will worship you I will worship you with all of my heart. I will seek your face all through my life and I will serve you Lord with all that I am. Here I am. Oh yeah, love us sundare and I will worship you with all of my heart and I will seek your face all through my life and I will serve you Lord with all that I am here I am here I am here I am seek your face all through my life and i will serve you long what is worship 1 chronicle 16 28 to 29 give unto the lord ye kindreds of the people give unto the lord glory and strength give unto the lord the glory due unto his name bring an offering and come before him worship the lord in the beauty of holiness amen amen every giving is a part of worship it's an expression of your worship when you give an offering it's an expression of your worship pastor said when he went to africa in the churches there at the time of offering they would do that giving praises and glory 
you know they would come next to the stage and put the offering right there they don't think who sees how much it is whatever they just throw it and they just worship the lord there is an expression there is uh, energy there is a joy doing that is an act of expression pastor said it's actually holiness unto god giving some people when they are offering it's like they're giving a bribe says lord i'll do this for you you know you have to do that for me or somebody says oh, i'm losing pastor i gave it's like oh he's gone out of my life he's never going to return back I mean, that's not the miserly way of expressing. You express as if you're giving it to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. <coughs> and God will see it. Look at Hebrews 7, 8. The Bible says, And here men that die receive tithes, but there he receiveth them, of whom it is witnessed that he liveth. Here mortal men receive tithes, but there he receives them. So when I receive an offering, I will say, Lord, here mortal men receive tithes, but there you are receiving it. Here, mortal people, but there, when you give a tithe, God receive it. God release the blessing over them. Because God receive your tithe. We know in Malachi 3, bring your tithes one tenth. Tenth is a sign of redemption. Number of redemption is ten. So basically when you are giving the tithe, if you are giving the ten person, you are saying, my 90 is redeemed by the Lord. It's bought by the Lord. It's taken care by the Lord. It's in God's hands, not in devil's hands. It is not in Corona's hands. It's not in, hallelujah, people's power. It is not in anybody's hands. It is in God's hands. God will take care of my 90 for His glory. It's redeemed. It's redeemed from all curses and from all non-productivity. Because you tithe based on this understanding as a giver. Some people say it's for the time of Moses. No, Abraham had a revelation. You are Abraham's children. He gave the one-tenth of all. And I said, I've lifted my hands to the possessor of heaven and earth. And I've said, nobody will say, no man will say that I've made Abraham rich. It's my prayer every day. Nobody should say, I've made Chako rich. God will make me rich. Amen, amen. The El Elyon, the Most High God, the one who possesses the heaven and earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Moses understood that in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God showed all that took place before he was born. Isn't it amazing? When you read the Bible, God called Moses to the mountaintop and God's glory came, the Bible says. And he saw the back part of the Lord. And there Moses read the first five books of the Bible. God started showing him everything that has happened. And he wrote that from beginning onwards, in the beginning. He wrote. He saw in a panoramic view all that happened. And he wrote it. 
in the beginning god created the earth was form formless and void and the spirit of god was hovering over the earth and let there be light and he was seeing that god gave him a revelation of that five books not only read moses wrote the book of deuteronomy god bible says god called moses to the top of mount pisgah and showed in the promised land and god buried moses moses saw when he was alive come on moses wrote deuteronomy he saw even when he was going to die the spot he was going to bury when he was alive and he wrote it about it simple in worship god will show you everything that is coming ahead of you haba rabathara angane or abhishek veragatte angane or krupavara veragatte angana sabheda mel udavala gadagavana sambala aaradhanayada mel aaradhikina varra mel angane or krupavara veragatte angane or aaradhana karthave angike tharuvan njangale shaktipaduthanamennu prarthikkunu abhishekam cheyana karthave opulaal opulaavai shubhya worshipalada such kind of worship genesis 22:5 and abraham said unto his young men abide ye here with the ass and i shall and i and the lord will go yonder and worship and what did they do genesis 22:9 and they came to the place which god had told him of and abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him upon the altar upon the wood what is worship worship is to build an altar and offer a sacrifice on it every altar should have a sacrifice worship is giving what god has asked of you abraham was giving that to god not what god has not asked what god has asked of you that's what worship what happened when he gave like that genesis 22:16 and 17 and said by myself have i sworn said the lord for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son thy only son that in blessing i will bless thee and in multiplying i will multiply thy seed thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies amen, amen. heaven will bless the matters even related to your generation amen. even your generations will not fail before the enemies amen. even your children your generations will not fail hallelujah tonight every attack against the children i rebuke it tonight as amen. a worshipper amen. not only hallelujah. god will honor a worshipper he will honor a worshipper's children amen. tonight every worshipper's child be honored before the presence of god every enemy's plan and the words and the purposes over their lives to be remain broken in the name of the lord every faith that the enemy has spoken over their lives i cancel it i wipe it up mark amen. of the beast from their lives up in the name of jesus amen hallelujah amen there will not be any beast god says in a worshipers family in the name amen. of jesus hallelujah attackers your children shall be peaceful taught of the lord God will honor the worshipper and his children in front of the enemies he will possess their gates the bible says Amen. God will bless you to shake the gates hallelujah of the enemies and to conquer their camps tonight i believe 
2022 we are conquered to going to conquer the camps of the enemies as a family Amen. come on as a family for the yes, glory release that anointing over you tonight in the receive it take it tonight as a family we are going to conquer the nations conquer the enemies camps in the name of Jesus hallelujah no more this alone business as a family Amen hallelujah Amen Amen hallelujah your worship and prayer are not in vain your singing and dancing and jumping it is not in vain hallelujah hannah worshiped and praised and the bible says the lord said that there shall not be no one barren among you amen there will not be anything that is not productive the bible says she had plenty of children afterwards hallelujah so tonight there will be no one man or woman animals or land jobs or work whatever you laid your hands on to bible says i will make it productive i bless the work Amen. of your labor tonight you lift your hands and say i shall be fruitful and productive in the name of jesus open your mouth and say my business shall be fruitful my career shall be fruitful my relationship shall be fruitful my job shall be fruitful whatever i place my hands on shall be blessed in the name of jesus i shall be above only and not beneath if you believe that if you receive that Hallelujah say amen and put your hands together I'll give a praise and glory come on church